Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right. And Jesus's actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, worthy, and qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. Jesus saw that in each and every woman, and we see that in each and every one of y'all over Zoom during (laughs) COVID-19. Right. So this is the intention that we come in this space and over the internet, because that's the only time we're seeing y'all. I mean, Maryland is open up, but let me tell you where you just saying, right at home. Hashtag stay home. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere because DC ain't open up and I'm not interested. Nope. In nope, getting nope, Corona nope, with nope, y'all. Nope. So nope. come hang out with us virtually <laughs> every <laughs> Thursday. Um, we are everywhere. Podcasts are placed. Come hang out with us on Instagram. Keisha done told people that we post it every day for the month of May. And she don't post it. She don't post it one thing. But But hey, first of all, (laughs) posting one thing is more than what I've posted in like the last two months. So I'm only a spring, but like I gotta do another day. Can we can we acknowledge my effort though? You posting tomorrow. I did one thing. Like, you come know on. what, guys? I, I will. I will celebrate her and her one post. I'm very That's proud what I'm of her. Celebrate <laughs> progress. That's all I'm asking for. All I'm asking oh, for gosh. is celebrating my progress. <laughs> Thank you. You can also email us at marymarthapodcast at gmail.com. So remember and like and subscribe. So what you got for church announcements, Keish? We actually have quite a few things to talk about. We do. We got a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Yes, we do. Okay. So first things first is that this Saturday, and we're going to be giving a little more of the details a little bit later, but this Saturday is going to be our virtual town hall. Yep. Covering the movie, The Rape of Reese Taylor. So we're doing this event in conjunction with Odyssey Impact to reach out to um, Christian young adults to talk about serious issues and issues that actually affect our communities. And we all know that April was Sexual Assault Awareness Month. We know that this is something that um, Christina has been fighting for over her career. And this is something that personally, Christine and I have both experienced and healed from. And so we want to talk about what that healing looks like with, within our community, our little Mary and Martha community. Yes, the tribe. Yes. And so join us on Saturday at 4 p.m., Saturday, May 9th. No, 8th. No, 9th. You're right. It's 9th? Okay. Saturday, May 9th <laughs> at 4 p.m. Um, you can register at the link that's going to be in the details in the show notes. But also we want you to know, look, we know that this movie can be triggering for some people. First thing that you all should know is that this movie is kind of like a documentary if you're not aware Mm -hmm. of that. Okay. So that's good to contextualize it. And the second thing is, is that those of you who are registered right now, and those of you who will register, will be sending you the link so you can watch the movie beforehand. So we can really just have a discussion focusing on our healing. And we're doing that discussion with our favorite, therapist Erica St. Bernard our good sis and so we're very very excited about that I know that this is triggering for some of you but I really want to encourage you to be a part of this healing conversation all right that's one of the church announcements another church announcement is Sunday is Mother's Day yeah so we are wishing all of the mamas mamas to be um, mamas who are grieving, um, ma- those who have mamas, you know, those whose mothers have passed on, all of those, all of y'all everybody. in the mama world, everybody, 
We're wishing you a happy <laughs> Mother's Day. Um, and I want to wish myself my first happy yes, Mother's Day. Yes, happy. I got you a present, actually. No, you didn't. Really? I did. Christina, don't make me cry. You want to know what it is? Oh, God. What is it? <laughs> I don't want it. Say it I don't like want that. It. First no, of all, because... yes, you do want it. Because okay, because the way you said it, now you make you make me nervous. Now you make no, me nervous. It's the okay. Beyonce Ivy Park hat. I did keep it for you. Oh, Christina. So okay, fine. <laughs> maybe 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 we really are friends. <laughs> you, so you don't have to, even though you didn't say Christina's the big the biggest Beyonce fan. I figured since I bought it with you in mind, I would keep it for you for your first Mother's Day. And Marley can wear it because you just are disrespectful. So Marley can wear. <laughs> Fine. So whenever I see you again. <laughs> right. Right. When will that be? So I guess I guess you'll give it to me for my birthday in August. Cause... It will be vintage. Because <laughs> we ain't doing that. Okay. Let me tell you that. We ain't, we ain't risking nothing over here. Okay. So happy Mother's Day to all of y'all. We love y'all. Um, we are pushing the culture forward, literally. Yes. All right. And then third thing is this is a little personal thing. Um, Christina kind of mentioned earlier on that we are doing this challenge by the Maddie James called the Consistency Challenge to post every day on Instagram. Well, I'm also no. Doing Keisha that- signed us up for a challenge. Okay. All right. All right. Social Same media challenge. Blah 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 but blah. Go Same ahead. difference. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anywho. <laughs> On my personal page at Shakisha Morgan, I am doing 31 days of estate planning. Hashtag 31 days of estate planning. Yes. Because as y'all know, I am an estate planner by day. And it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I know that there's a lot of misinformation about the work that I do and the importance mm-hmm. of estate planning. So for 31 days, every single day in May, <laughs> I'm giving some tip, some some you know, anecdote about estate planning or some facts about estate planning that are really helpful that I think you can use to kind of make some great decisions in your own life. So, yes. And you picked a month with 31 days. (sighs) Like, you can think February. (laughs) Well, first of all, she didn't issue the consistency challenge until May. And I was like, dang. Then I was like, how many days were in May? Uh Oh, come on. (laughs) You better break up your post. But I'm very proud of her. She has actually posted every day. I have. Very you know, proud of you. You know how hard that is for me because the last time I posted on Instagram was September 2019. Which is okay. a long time. <laughs> yeah, you will story every day. So it's not like you're not on That's Instagram. Correct. That's correct. Yeah, Captions guys. are hard. Captions are hard. Yeah, guys, so go, go, you know, hit Keisha's little uh, heart likes so that she can get her algorithm up. No, but I'm saying I'm I'm really sharing great information. At least I mean, I think she so. is. She is sharing, but still go hard it, like it, so she can get her algorithm up, so that people can know that estate planners are black and women and Hello. have really great content. How about That's right. them apples? That's right. So, All right. I love it. Wait, well, one more church announcement. So tomorrow. Oh. Child, you know, I've been doing these Thursday check-ins for the women's ministry as I am. You church. have. You have. How are they going? I We had 55 women on the last Thursday. <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah, things be popping. So this Thursday, we are doing a Mother's Day um, theme one. And me and my mom are hosting it. I saw. Child. That's so sweet. Let I me love just it. Tell you, my mother is like. All right. So I'm going to tell them this about you and this about you. And this Good. about. No, ma'am, you're not. Good. 
good. She and good. she said something too about, um, and I won't give away her whole answer. But one of the questions that I'm asking her is, what is one of the things that being the mother of two daughters taught you about being a woman? Mm. And part of her answer was, um, it taught me about all the bad things and the bad habits that I do as a woman. Hello. That I probably didn't tell you to do, but you just saw in me. And mm-hmm. I see you doing now as you get older. So your kids are always watching the good always. and the bad. Always, yes. And then she going yes. to put my business out there and say what the, the bad thing was. And I was like, what you will not do, ma'am, is that. So Okay, so everybody <laughs> tune in. Everybody tune in. <laughs> for the Thursday check-in. Hopefully you're not listening to this on Friday and you missed it. But Oh, because, yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so those are we have a lot of church announcements for it to be we for us to be in uh quarantine, but you know, well, praise the Lord, we always praise the in, Lord, so it's cool, praise the Lord. Um, all right, is that your Mary Martha moment or no? No, so my Mary, my Mary or Martha moment is um, I had a really great so okay, my uh, I'm back at work mm-hmm. and um. You know, I'm I'm still taking care of Marley. So, you know, I have my parents who help out. And I had a really great conversation with my mom. Mm. Like just a good heart-to-heart, mother-to-mother conversation. Aww. And it just felt really good to, to feel connected to her in that way. Mm-hmm. Like this, this new... This new development, this new arm of our mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Understand each other as mothers now. Um, and you know, just understanding some of the things that she had to go through with us as a young mother and things that I'm going through that she can relate to. So it was, it felt good to sit down with someone who knew me and uh, saw me. Mm. So it was a really special moment and I just was really grateful for it. So nice. that was my, that was my merry moment from this past week. Shout out to my mama. You should have did yours last because I would have gone right into our group chat. Oh yeah. Well, eh, it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a good one though. Um, yeah, I've been with Jesus because. Oh wait, wait, and Christina, guess what? What? Marley's thirteen weeks. <laughs> the only reason why I will allow it today because this is our Mother's Day episode intentionally, so I will allow. I said, Christina is gonna today. cut me out if I come back like Marley is now thirteen weeks and now she's fourteen weeks. Next week, I do not want to hear how old Marley is. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she's gonna troll me, y'all. Now that I said that, everything that's she correct. Goes, that's that's gonna be, is so extra. correct. It's that so is extra. correct. That's correct. My God. Okay. So anyway, what's your what's your? I don't moment? have one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, my Mary Martha tell, moment. Tell them about is... your Peloton. Tell them about your Peloton. Oh, how about I've lost five pounds in quarantine? <laughs> Blue Come Peloton. On. How about that? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because ain't nobody trying to be. Uh, plumpkins my whole life. Can you not? <laughs> spit that out. Plumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. So we out here trying to eat You're right. You're irritating. You're irritating. <laughs> you can try to eat right. Uh, Keisha's over here just making sure I can feed my baby. So Mm-mm, girl, I'm over here getting my rice on. You got a reason to eat it. rice. I have zero reason. I should stay away from rice. It's so funny. <laughs> I, you know, so I eat a lot. So mm-hmm. 
I was talking to somebody and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to eat a lot because, you know, I'm breastfeeding. And they were like, Keisha, you ate like this before <laughs> you were pregnant. So, like, stop blaming stuff on the baby. And I was like, I was like oh, oh, all this right. This is the way I eat. <laughs> I was like, I'm just trying to keep my baby alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, no. no. <laughs> No. Yeah. I'm trying to eat half as much and walk twice as, eat half as much and walk twice as much. I know that Peloton is really useful this week because it is supposed Mm -hmm. to, like, the only good day was, so Monday, it was really pretty, so. Yeah. Walked outside a little bit then, but, like, it's supposed to be rainy for the rest of the week, so that Peloton would have been clutch. Yeah. So, yeah. So. I love it. Just being here, walking up and down my steps. Well, if you want to come over (laughs) and get your Beyonce hat and get on the Peloton. It's all yours. <laughs> all right, you stay in the kitchen so we can social distance. It's all yours. I'm gonna get my workout and roll out. All right, so let's group jump chat. into the group chat for today. All right, so we are gonna be reclaiming our time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading from Ephesians chapter five, verses fifteen through twenty-one from our Christian Standard Bible that we love so very much. Yes, we do. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless living, but be filled by the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music with your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. So, like I said, I want to talk about reclaiming our time. And I want to start by just kind of painting a little bit of a picture, right? This scripture um, gives us some guidance as to how to reclaim our time, how to use our time well for the building of the kingdom. And the way that he presents it, Christina, you are so loud over there. (laughs) I know anything. I know, but you just, the way you're moving is so loud. (laughs) My bad. It's fine. Anyway, um, so the way that the scripture is kind of presented is kind of presented in like contrast. So it's like, not as unwise, but as wise, mm-hmm. not being drunk with wine, but being filled with the spirit. Um, what was the last one? Anyway, yes, yes. So anyway, it's kind of presenting it in these contrasts. Oh, um, don't be foolish, foolish. But understand mm-hmm. the Lord's will. Right. So it's kind of presenting these things in contrast. And what I like about that imagery is like, so because this is our Mother's Day episode, I'm going to use imagery with the kiddo, right? So she's an infant and so she can't really see like all these colors very well. So you have to use, so when you're, when you have an infant, you use things using high contrast. So like black and white, that kind of stuff in order to kind of stimulate their um, brain cells and all that kind of stuff through their vision. And so she has this favorite video on YouTube that basically is like a black background and all these like brightly colored um, fruits and everything mm-hmm. bounce around singing a song. She gets turned up. She sings along <laughs> with it. It's wonderful. It's the cutest thing ever. And so, but it's so key to her development as she continues to develop her vision mm-hmm. in seeing properly. And so I kind of see that as the, as the imagery that I see here in this scripture, that God is presenting these contrasts to us mm-hmm. Um through Paul, the writer, um, he's presenting these contrasts to us to help us to see how to better use our time for his 
honor for his glory. And so we can stop wasting our time. Mm -hmm. And so um, I saw there's so much that we can unpack here, but just really quickly, I want to talk about three things that I kind of walked away with from sitting with this scripture. And I would encourage all of you to do the same. I would encourage you to kind of look at the contrast throughout the scripture about things not to do and things to do to kind of see how you can apply it to your own life. But let me just tell you some things that I personally walked away with from here. The first thing is I walked away with the idea that we need to live with wise urgency. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to stop wasting this precious commodity that God has given us about our time. The Bible says that um, we have to pay careful attention then to how we walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, <laughs> making the most of the time because the days are evil. So here's the thing, like sin runs rampant in this world. Yep. And so the way that we approach this world, if we are lazy and, and unintentional in the way that we approach this world, we will find ourselves wasting our time. Mm-hmm. And wasting time doesn't have to be something that is some sort of dramatic <clears throat> sort of thing where it's like, you know, think think of relationships that you may have had with a, a guy who you look back on it and you're like, oh, I wasted my time because he was cheating and he was this and he was that. You learned that's, something. Yeah, but that's not the only <clears throat> way to waste your time. Another way to waste your time is to just like coast, right? So mm, maybe you're yep. in a relationship with someone and it's not bad, but it's not great. It's not going right. anywhere. It's It's real lackluster. If right. you are lacklusterly <laughs> spending your time. <laughs> lacklusterly. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. Copyright. I'll take it. Keisha. I'll take it. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> if that's what you're doing with your time, um, then you're wasting it because complacency is the opposite of urgency. And the way mm-hmm. that this scripture is presented is to say, be urgent in the wise use of your time. So you're mm. not just being great with it, but you're being urgently great with it which means that right now it matters that you're doing this thing so if you're coasting and you got nothing to show for putting your feet to the fire you're not living with the wise urgency that God is encouraging us to live by with this scripture all right so that's the first lesson I kind of walked away with and And so I will say for for especially verse 15 that you're in Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's important to look at um, what it says about walking circumspectly Mm -hmm. which is to live in your position as God's child, as God's daughter. And to walk as fools is basically you're not in your position. You're not in your rightful position. It's like you're knocked off your pedestal. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you want to look crazy and not walk in everything that God wants for you because you want to just do your thing? Or do you want to actually be the daughter of the king that you are? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure, <clears throat> being able to walk right starts with being able to anchor yourself properly in who yeah. you are. Right. All right. So the second thing that I kind of walked away with is that we need to choose the right spirit to live by. Mm. Are you Are you going to live by the spirit of drunkenness to Child. like escape from the realities of this world? Or will you live a life that's strengthened by being filled with God's spirit? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone's not been drunk before. So if you've not been drunk before, you know what drunk people look like. Drunk people right. would lose our ability. And I say we because you I've been we. there. I was going to say, you know, you I've just said we. There. I did. I mean, because, because I wanted to be clear that that's something yeah. I was delivered from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So drunk people, like we lost our ability to control our actions. 
You mm-hmm. lost your ability to process information in real time. You yep. lost your ability to be prudent in the things that you're doing. And so here God is telling us, don't take actions that block you from dealing with the reality of this world through yeah. unhealthy escapes, unhealthy escapes like drunkenness, right? Instead, he wants us to face the realities of this world with the strength he provides us when, he, when we get filled with his spirit. So yeah. this kind of reminds me of Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know that we talked about Hannah and I think it was like episode 55 that we talked about her. She was at the altar. It's a woman who was suffering from the issue of barrenness. Mm-hmm. So this is like a real issue she was dealing with. She went to the altar. She put herself on the altar. She's praying to God, but she's praying silently, but her lips are moving. And so Eli's like, yo, you drunk. (laughs) And she's like, no, I'm not drunk. I am just pouring out my heart to the Lord, basically. And so the explaining to him that she was praying through herself, giving Mm -hmm. her heart to God, she, it gave her the opportunity for God to then come in and fill himself with their spirit. Like here, God, I'm at my wits end. I'm empty. I'm emptying myself out so you can fill me up with you. Yeah. Empty me out, fill me up with you. And so you can recall that what we discussed in episode 55 is that after her encounter with God, she was able to get up, she was able to eat. Mm-hmm. She wasn't despondent anymore. And she got to move forward. And then God fulfilled his promise to her. And yeah. so that's what it reminds me of. Like, don't use the unhealth. Don't use anything that's going to um, keep you from being able to deal with the reality of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> face that reality head, head first, headstrong with the spirit filled nature of God re- residing within you. Because yeah. that's really how we're going to be able to thrive in this world. That's how we're going to be able to make the most of our time is to face our realities. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the second thing that I kind of walked away with. And then the third thing that I walked away with was this need for us to kind of create a culture of abundance. So the Bible basically outlines that we should be essentially living joyfully, right? It says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making music with your heart to the Lord. You can't do that That's unless so you nice. got some you can't do that unless you got some joy inside you sure of you. You know what I mean? It so it, it wants us to live joyfully, singing and doing all those things, giving thanks, so living in gratitude for everything that comes, you know, from the Lord and then submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. So living humbly um, in his presence. So creating this culture um, of abundance where we're joyful, where we're grateful, where we're humble, because by posturing ourselves in that way, I believe that that puts us in the position for God to experience, to, to give us everything to experience the best he has to offer us. Yeah. And so I think that what, what this scripture is saying to me is that God doesn't want us to be separated from him by the things that are opposite to these things that he's outlined. Mm-hmm. So what's opposite to joy sin, because when sin <clears throat> clouds our vision and covers our heart, then it separates us from God and we can't have joy unless we're connected to God. Yeah. So the opposite of joy is sin. What's the opposite of gratitude? Resentment. Resentment says that I see what other people have and I want to know why I don't have it. Right. I, I want see it what's now. Gone on. Right. I see what's going on in my life and I want to know why I had to go through that. But mm-hmm. gratitude anchors us and says, all this stuff is happening in my life. But, you know, here are the things I'm grateful for. I'm yeah. alive. I'm able to try again. I'm able to live again. I'm able mm-hmm. to worship. Those kind of things. And what's the opposite of humility? Pride. And we all know yeah. what comes before the fall. Pride. Pride. So 
so I think that the Bible is saying that when you, when you live joyfully, when you live with gratitude, when you live with humility, you create the kind of culture where God brings in abundance. So creating this culture of abundance through these things helps us to live in such a way where we can reclaim the time that God has given us, not for our own selves, but to use it for his glory. That's the thing. We should be posturing ourselves to be used by God. And so we need to reclaim our time and use it to give him glory. And I want to say that to the mothers, because let me just put a little caveat here. Y'all know that when you become a mother, you have to prioritize your time. Certain things you just, you really just can't waste your time on it. Right. So like, for example, for me, because this is such a difficult season, it's a wonderful season. It's a learning season, but it's such a difficult season. I have become super, super careful about what I ingest. So mm-hmm. let me tell you, let me tell mm-hmm. you things I don't waste time ingesting. You see these daily coronavirus briefings. I don't waste my time listening to those. Mm. One, it's not no useful information coming from that. There's a lot of fear-based stuff. There's a lot of misinformation. And you know what? I'm not going to waste my time doing that when I could be doing other things that fill my spirit. You know, I always used to joke that reggae and gospel music is like all I listen to. (laughs) Uh, There's a reason for that because like the music that you listen to, um, those are the things that you recall that they're sitting in your spirit when you're going through different things, um, I don't waste my time with uh, with anything that distracts me from time I can spend with my daughter or with my family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, you have to be really, really careful about the way you use your time. So in motherhood, I have reclaimed my time. I am a time Nazi. Like y'all are not going <laughs> to waste my time. I'm, I'm not spending time doing things that do not add to my life. And that's just the season that I'm in. And so whether or not you're a mother, I would encourage you to make the most of your time, as the Bible says. So if you know that you're wasting your time, if you know that you're actively wasting your time or you're inactively wasting your time through complacency, switch it up. Yep. Switch it up and get back on track with God. Okay. Okay, you better reclaim oh, your time. Reclaim your time, sis. You got 24 hours. You better use every hour for every God's single glory one. and your benefit. Amen. And don't and don't forget Man. that rest is a good use of time. Absolutely. Hello. Child, that nap I just had was amazing. Hello. I'm just I'm just saying. <coughs> you still digging the stuff out your eye? I sure am. I'm still like <laughs> trying not to cough in the uh, podcast. <laughs> Girl, okay, let's talk to Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We thank you, God. Thank you for the reminder that we really need to refocus our time, God. Refocus um, what it is that we believe is wisdom, Lord, and that wisdom can really be found in you. And God, that the only way that we can be filled with you is to really spend time with you, God. Lord, allow this week to be a wake-up call to so many of us that we need to be filled with you, God, that we need to walk like you. We need to talk like you. We need to operate in our spaces so that people don't see us, they see you, Lord. Lord, thank you for the word today, God. Help it to just be applied to our daily living this week, God, and allow us to just do this life thing together in community so that we can be stronger together to please you and to give you glory. Lord, all these things we ask in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8, <laughs> do, do what, what you, you can. can. Amen. See you next See week. See you next week. <laughs>